at Gidan Taki. We got food from time to time, even if it was small. But since we came here, who has given us food? The governor promised he would give us, but we still have not seen anything. We haven't even seen the man himself. 72-year-old Gambo Mohammed was first displaced six years ago when he left his birthplace, Kala Balki, in northeast Nigeria due to the Boko Haram crisis. He says men like him were hunted like rabbits by the terrorists. He traveled across the borders to Cameroon, but was again forced to leave. He then went to different places, including Mongunu, before finally settling down at the Gidentaiki camp in Medogori. Now he's being forced to leave by the Borno state government. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Uncle, I am Hamida. Out of the over 3 million IDPs in Nigeria, about 50% are located in Borno State, the state's capital, Meiduguri, hosts over 300,000 displaced people who are scattered across different IDP camps and host communities. Honestly, it can be a lot to handle with all the humanitarian workers moving around the town, the increase in the number of street beggars, and so on. So, the authorities have been trying to get things back to normal, even though Boko Haram fighters are still in control of vast territories in the region and continue to attack civilians and security personnel. The government also says that drug abuse, child marriage, thuggery and missed other problems are on the rise at the camps and displaced people are starting to rely too much on aid organisations. Due to all these reasons, it has closed down some of the camps in Meidogori and resettled the inhabitants in housing settlements and other sites outside the state capital. The government has also promised that they will be safe and well cared for. Unfortunately, this is not the living experience of many IDPs like Gambo. They complain of hunger, loss of livelihoods, terrorist attacks, disease outbreaks, lack of water facilities, among other problems. There was a cholera outbreak. A lot of people suffered and people got sick. Many people also died. The water issue is still bearable. We get it from Customs House, IDP camp. They go with wheelbarrows to fetch it, but the queue is long most times. They said they would give us 30,000 naira each and that we should fix our huts and stay here in Shuari until our communities are safe. Hunger remains our biggest problem. We sleep without food. Sometimes, we spend up to two days without eating. There is no food. But we don't know. Maybe in the future we'll get some. Another problem the resettled IDPs face is the risk of getting attacked by Boko Haram factions still active in the areas. Between 2018 and 2020, some of the places attacked by the terror groups were Godumbali, 
Kukawa, Ajiri, New Marte, Ungom, and Shuari, where Gambo currently lives with his family. The attack in Shuari took place in August around 6.30 p.m. The terrorists had targeted the 195 Army Battalion, stationed close to the housing settlements. But the civilians also felt unsafe and scampered for safety. Some even left the town that night. We couldn't sleep. They shot a bomb that landed behind my house. Gambo is not really worried about the Boko Haram fighters returning to stage another attack. There is something more urgent on his mind. We don't know about that. Only God can tell if they will come back. Since we are here now, we are not really scared. We are just hungry. There is also the question of whether the resettlement efforts are voluntary as required by international treaties like the Kampala Convention. The Borno state government has insisted that they are, but it does not seem that way for a lot of the IDPs concerned. They just came and said, one Friday, that we should park and leave. Just like that. No one asked about our opinion. Nobody told us why. The governor himself said that Friday, after Juma's prayer, that they did not want to see anybody in Gedantaki. Gambo is not sure if his views matter to the government, even after the resettlement. For him, it feels hopeless making any requests. I have nothing to say. My opinions do not really matter because... Who am I? We that are IDPs, we are supposed to be given sympathy and a listening ear. That is all we need. We need help. But especially, we need food. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was reported and written by Kunli Adebadro and edited by Tracy Allen Ezechuko. Produced by Atahi Rujibrin. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with this subject. Voice acting by Kunli Adebadro. The multimedia editor is Anthony Asemuta. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangle.org and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. I am Hamida. 